Hey, I'm back. You here, Drew? Hello there, Bryce. It is I, Drew Agnew, your best friend. Let's record an episode of our Nintendo-centric podcast, The House of Mario, shall we? Uh, okay, man. You're sounding a bit robotic, but, uh, you know what? Uh, let, let's, uh, give this a crack, shall we? What is up, fellow humans? Welcome to The House of Mario. The Southern Australian podcast that is backed by a 120 power moon rating. And the doors to app. Ha! I knew it. I was 80% sure he wasn't human and I definitely did not just shoot him on a hunch. What the hell is that sticking out of his head? Dear Bryceo, please look after the house. I have left a beer for you. Yours truly, Princess Agnew. Drew? What the hell is that supposed to... Oh, right. Shit, I forgot that was this week. And the next week. Damn it! Okay, well, uh, no worries. Just means I have to record an episode of my own, which, you know, is, uh, easy enough, I suppose. Wait, what was that sound? Wait, no, 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 no. I'm not ready to record an episode yet. No, 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 no. God damn it. All right, okay. It's fine. We do this every week. I know how to turn this down. One, two, three. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by a 120 power star rating. And the doors to episode 202 are open. Thank God that's over. Listen here, Jukebox, you don't dictate my life. I haven't even read the newspaper yet. You can wait. Alright, uh, well, looks like the rec room isn't open yet, so I suppose I'll just sit at the kitchen table and, uh, indulge. Ah, yes, the daily edition of the old toadstool. Ah, uh, well, let's have a flick through and see what we've got here today. Uh, we've got... Company does something terrible. We've got... Anticipated game comes out to mediocre review. We've got... People are angry about stuff in the video game industry. My god, I'm so sick of this. Every goddamn day I open this goddamn newspaper lately, all it is is negativity. I can't fucking take this anymore. I really need to do something about this, and I think it's time to go see a contact. Hi there, welcome to Video Game Incorporated. Can I interest you in the Pet the Dog downloadable content pack for FIFA 35 for just $15.99? Or perhaps you're here for something else today. As enticing as that DLC sounds, because I really, really like petting dogs. Unfortunately, I'm here on Strictly Business. I really need to see Mr. Video Game today. Mr. Video Game is an extremely important and busy man, as he is. Constantly under a lot of work pressures such as drinking alcohol on the jaw, I mean attending important business meetings. I will dial in to make sure he is free. You know, I never really notice it every time I walk in here, but this place is actually really nice in the interior. There's some nice velvety couches, really nice mahogany counter. Sometimes I wonder where the hell they get all this money from. I mean, let's be real, that's not cheap mahogany. That mahogany must have set them back a hell of a lot of money. I tell you what, I would love to have one of them in the bar. Just a real nice mahogany bar. I wonder if we could get Reggie to make one. Okay, Mr. Bryce, do it. You may head on through at your nearest convenience to Mr. Video Game's office. It's right next to the money pool room, I mean the top secret business board meeting room. Go on ahead. 
Oh right, yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yep. I'll uh, I'll be going. Uh, I assume this way. Yep. Cool. Mister Video Game, I think it's time we had a chat, buddy. Hello there. I've been expecting you, Bryce. Oh, I bet you were. I bet you were. After all, how could you not when I'm opening the paper every day to find you absolutely slaughtered across the news articles? What is it with you guys at the moment? Every time I want to look forward to something, I'm let down. Every time I have faith in a company, they're completely disheveled by something terrible that they've done. I don't understand, man. How are you letting this happen? Listen here, you little shit. You talk a lot of crap about us and I will have none of it. You act as if you know the inner workings of an industry that you report on on a freelance basis, and you see things only skin deep. We are a company and we are here to make money. The people who work under us are passionate about their jobs and want to make a good product. How can you blame us for that? It's not just me, dude. It's a lot of people. How are you able to tell me right now that the industry is trying its best even when its employees aren't respected, let alone their fans? Every time something is released right now, there's a catch. Increased prices, a bug list that rivals a page count of Lord of the Flies, word of inner corruption and money traps that aim to suck the life out of people's wallets. How are you going to address all these problems, huh? Here's the secret. We deal with bridges as we are deigned to cross them. Businesses within the industry are fine until we are told they aren't, and we will correct them as a result. Running a company and pleasing consumers can be an absolute nightmare. Sometimes these things aren't noticeable immediately, and it's true that sometimes the situation is either handled poorly or not at all. But consider this, just as you are human, we are human, and we are destined to make mistakes. Maybe you should leave, and think about that next time you talk down on us. Ugh, I've had it with you, dude. I just want my happy space back, just like millions of other people want too. And it's starting to feel like that's never going to happen. You know what? Fine. Reggie would have opened the bar by now. I'll go, but I'll be back. You can count on it. God damn it, every time I talk with that guy lately. Oh well, at least like clockwork, the bar's open, that neon sign's on. Guess I'll head in and talk to Reggie about it. Hey there, Bryce. Things are looking a little heavy. Can I get you a rum? Whiskey. A furfy, maybe. Yeah, hey, Reggie. Whiskey, thanks. I'm having a tough day with video games again. Anytime something bad happens, it feels as if there's no reassurance anymore. Barely anyone speaks up and lets us know they're working to fix an issue, or acts as a front to help promote a product. I miss you, man. Why did you have to leave? Sometimes a good thing is destined to come to an end. However, it wasn't just people like myself who were the good ones within the industry. There's lots of great faces and personalities that you'll likely never see on a camera or talk on a podcast. It's clear you have a few grievances. So let me get that whiskey for you and I'll let you talk and clear the air for a bit. It's just that I feel my passion towards video games is dulling sometimes. And it's not because I don't enjoy them anymore. It's because sometimes I feel like I won't let myself enjoy them anymore. I still play video games and I'm enjoying what I'm playing. That's not the issue. The problem is that I'm starting to feel a disconnect between the games I'm playing and the people that craft them. Sometimes the whole thing just feels so corporate, as if that's all that matters anymore. Thanks for the whiskey. Listen, Bryce, it's clear that you have a lot of passionate thoughts about this industry. But I think sometimes your judgment is a little clouded. You're in a very lucky position. You've had the opportunity to see into a portion of the industry that most people won't ever see. You've gotten to talk to some really cool developers who have unique and interesting ideas too. Surely you must see some good in that. Of course I do. I've gotten to make some awesome memories, meet some awesome people, and see incredible projects that are in the works firsthand. What I don't understand is the general respect for the consumer seems low right now. 
Sometimes it feels as if our voices aren't heard. The worst part is that despite having our own grievances, I know deep down that there are people in the corporate and development side of the industry who want to see their projects loved. But I feel as if we're more often at war with them than we should be. The reality is that nothing will ever be perfect. You will not always have times where games meet your expectations. Sometimes things will look bleak for a company when some controversial topics come out. But the important thing is to not let those comments bleed over into the lives of those people who are doing the right thing and hurt them. It might be time that you start trying to talk more often about positive experiences rather than bringing yourself down talking about the negative ones. <sighs> You're absolutely right. I'm no saint. I've said a few things before that would probably make someone feel sad about something they've created. I should be giving them a chance to fix the problem before I'm writing it off. But does that mean I can't be unhappy with something and voice that? I want to support these people who are trying their hardest, but when there's a mix of both genuine people and corrupt ones in one space, it's so hard to draw a line at where I can speak. This industry is no different to any other industry in the world. There is bound to be corruption and toxicity among humans wherever they congregate and work on a project. It's important that these people are held accountable for their actions no matter where they are. But there are also a lot of people out there who are just trying to make a difference or create something unique that nobody has ever thought of. I don't think you or Mr. Video Game are correct, I think you both can strive to be better as fans of video games or those who develop them. It's all about taking steps forward. I knew it was the right decision to come and speak to you. Thanks, Reggie. You're helping me think a lot clearer now. No problem, man. You wrote the script. I think you just needed to get it out there. I'm not gonna lie, it is really hard to write a script with goose feet. Uh, another question. Since when have you been a robot? I've always been a robot. I mean, you didn't think I was the real Reggie, did you? They've already made a robot Reggie before. You know that? You know what, actually, I have not seen you leave the house to go and attend a seminar in a while, so that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Silly goose. Go on, get out of here. Uh, bad time? Oh jeez, oh god, you didn't see that um um. Okay, there we go. Sorry, one moment. Okay, recompose, recompose, ahem. So Bryce, I see you have returned. Have you finally decided to come and apologize for your silly billiness earlier? The answer to that question is a little hard. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that sometimes I think five steps forward instead of letting you guys respond in your own time. I know that across this journey of podcasting, I sometimes come off as judgmental towards you guys. I often find myself speaking somewhat negatively about new experiences when I should be trying to balance the line a little. It's clear that there are many people within the game development industry that have a huge amount of passion towards creating brand new experiences. It's easy to blame a company as a whole without thinking that the company is made of individuals, and most of them want to do right. But I also need you to realize that these days you're a little disconnected from those outside your company too. We want to love your products and only wish the best, but sometimes we come off a little more harsh than I think we realize. I understand. Listen, I don't stand here under the pretense of being wrong or right. I am very aware that despite being human and making mistakes that I can be sorry for them as well. People higher up in this industry have a history of turning a blind eye on their fans and their employees alike. It's genuinely heartwarming to see that people care so much about this industry and the art it provides. But sometimes your words sting more than you know for the people who put their heart and soul into these projects. They really do want you to enjoy their product, much like how you want people to enjoy yours. Deep down, I've always understood that. The indie development scene is filled with people who are excited for people to try their games, and it's so lovely to see. 
The difference is that because of the slow social disconnect we're having with you guys, it's giving us less and less of an insight in how your employees feel, and as such, it feels a bit robotic. It also doesn't help that lately it feels there's a lot of bad happening within the big namespaces as well, and we're all concerned for those who are there to show their love for the medium. Listen, I want to encourage that you hold us accountable for things we do wrong. Just remember, though, that in situations like Dexit, or the current controversy at Blizzard, that there are people who have been unwillingly wrapped up in a mess that they never wanted to be involved in. Regardless of that, they continue to work so that when you do eventually pay for the product that what is delivered is of top quality with the budget they are given. Developers work extremely hard, sometimes outside of the realms that they realistically should, and while crunch is something that shouldn't be supported, their hard efforts should never lead to extreme negativity or death threats that happen too often. I'm 100% on board. People who go as far as to threaten those who make games are taking it to a level that it should never have reached. It's about time this whole situation straightened out. Let's agree to this. We as both developers and fans are a singular unit. We both share a love and passion of video games. And that is what is most important. Instead of constantly bringing each other down in threads of hate, let's opt to help each other be better. This war is bringing us all down. Alright. I think it's time we put a bookmark in this. Let me make it up to you, man. I'm hunger and dry. Let's go get a meal. Hell yeah, dude. Let's go have a feast and get on the beers. <sighs> man, that was good. Hey, Reggie, you here? Hey there, Bryce. I was just weeding the garden of those pesky piranha plants. Man, those things can bite. How did it go with Mr. Video Game? We talked it out. I think there's a lot of room for both of us to grow, and that right now we're going through a bit of a rough patch, but I'm confident we can make it through to the other side. I'm glad to hear it. I know that you guys hold me as a golden goose among video game personalities. But let's be honest, I've made mistakes too. They more often not just get clouded in a shroud of memes though. I learned a lot during my time in the industry, and it's very clear to me that the war that has been generated through miscommunication or blatant ignorance often goes too far. I think you can both agree with that statement. Absolutely, but you know what? I'm excited for the future. There's a lot to look forward to and I need to stop getting hung up on the smaller things. I'm going to start thinking a little more positively and start working towards curbing some of that negative commentary I'm hung up on lately. Alright, now with that said, I'm done with these stupid plants. I know you have a podcast to record, and that it will be a shame that Drew is gone for the next couple weeks. But I could really go for some Mario Party, you in? Ha! Only if you're ready to get your ass beat. Let's go. God come damn on, it. come Just on. Just hit the stupid no. ball. No, 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 go. no, no, go. no, no. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Bite my cheeks, BLT. This game is mine. Go on. You better go do that podcast. Yeah, alright, alright. I'm on it. Alright. Let's get this show on the road. So, I did it. I made a 15-minute skit. I hope that was worth your time, and uh, you didn't cringe too hard. Hi everybody, welcome to the House of Mario. Bryce here, of course. Uh, I said in the, uh, the community Discord earlier this week that uh, I would be making a 15-minute skit. And the reason I wanted to make a 15-minute skit is because I needed a creative outlet to also speak about this subject uh, in light. Uh, as such, this episode is going to be extremely short this week. Uh, you will have a longer episode next week, and um, 
I, I want to stress that. You definitely will have a longer episode next week. We have uh, something very cool planned. Uh, something that's been uh, on the waiting list. So I really hope that uh, you'll stick around for next week, even if you uh, didn't enjoy this one that much. Uh, so this is a subject that I wanted to talk about for a while, and obviously you've just listened to my thoughts about it, so I want to prattle on in a little bit of detail. Um, obviously, it's it's difficult. Uh, throughout this uh, pandemic, it has affected a lot of people in terms of like industry, uh, personally as well, and... Video games have been a safe space for many people throughout this time, including myself. Uh, even though I'm not actually affected that much by it, thank God, coronavirus that is, um, I consider myself one of the luckiest people in the world. But regardless of that fact, I think maybe because I'm so disconnected from this pandemic, I feel as if nothing's really changed. And that's a problem on my part, and I'm starting to realise that as well. Uh, I've been taking a lot of breaks from social media. I haven't been too vocal about them. I had 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 one vocal uh, break from social media uh, not that long ago. I deleted my social apps for two months. Um, and there was a reason why I did that. And it was mostly because of gaming. And I, I, I can't believe that that's the reason of all things. Like, you know, usually people take breaks from social media because of the news or things that are going wrong in the world. But... I had to take one because of uh, video gaming, which was different for me because I I love video games and I've always been passionate about them. But throughout the course of these nearly two years, uh, not only have we seen a generational shift, but we've also seen a lot of practices change within video game companies um, and I guess just the way video games are operated. And that's making some people sad, upset, and especially during this time where a lot of people are spending a lot of time at home, uh, it hurts them because they find solace in video games. And so when something goes wrong in the industry, they're quick to jump and complain and get angry. And uh, that's no different to just about anybody. I think everybody's been affected by this. I think some people are more lenient than others, but there are some people that are more extreme than others sending threats and wailing on people uh, who develop video games and such. And I think that's really tough. Uh, it, it's not as prominent in some communities, but it's definitely prominent in others. And that's a real damn shame. Uh, video gaming has always been a happy community for me. Whenever I've talked about video games, it's, it's m largely been happy. But personally, I've felt myself get dragged down by the negativity that has happened throughout this two-year-odd cycle. And that really is a shame. Um, but I'm also, after taking some of these social media breaks and not paying attention to it as much, I'm starting to realise in myself that, you know, sometimes I say things that I probably shouldn't as well, or I make too many judgments, uh, like, off the bat, and I don't like being like that. Uh, video games has always been a huge passion for me, something that I've always taken pride in. Um, I've always held them close to my heart. My love for video games sort of spawned the moment I got my hands on a controller when I was uh, a toddler. It's 
hasn't ever changed since I've always loved them. Um, it really spooked for me at around the age of five when my grandfather acknowledged my interest in them and bought me my first video game, which was uh, Ocarina of Time. Well, I say my first video game, but the first video game he ever bought me. And that to me was special because I looked up to him so incredibly much it wasn't funny. Um, I love Ocarina of Time to this day. I'll go back and play it every now and then just to get a reminder. He's not in my life anymore. He passed away when I was quite young. So it's always meant a lot to me. So to see all this negativity and drawback and all the while getting dragged down into it, I don't I don't want it to be like that anymore. <laughs> honestly, and I know it's going to take a while for it to change, but I genuinely what I meant what I said in the skit, I'm very excited for the future and what the future holds for video games. There is a lot to look forward to. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of video games have been delayed into next year, uh, which is understandable. Um, it sucks a lot, and I'm really sad about it, uh, but you know what? I'm happy enough to wait for them if that's what it takes. Companies have been shortcutting and they have been monetizing and prices have increased in video games. And at the moment, a lot of people don't feel like they're getting their money's worth. Uh, that's not to say everybody, by the way. Uh, some people are happy to play that price tag for the video games and that's perfectly fine. Um, but I understand where they're coming from. It's really difficult in a pandemic to justify spending money on a video game if you have no income source and you know like I said I've been very lucky I've been very blessed I've still got both my jobs uh, I got assistance from the government when things were tough uh, a lot of people don't get that around the world and that really sucks so when people spend their money on their video game let's take Mario Golf as an example um, which I thought was a good game upon entry, but it suffers a lot of problems uh, in the back end of not having enough content and such and so. Uh, buying a video game, people want it to last more than 20 hours at this point, unless it's cheap, you know. If you're paying for a AAA game, people are expecting it to keep them entertained for a while because they want that longevity to last them to their next paycheck or whenever they can buy their next video game. And uh, that I completely understand, you know. Uh, a lot of people will go, well, you could just go back and emulate games you haven't played and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of people don't find <laughs> find uh, morality in that. Like, they don't, they don't want to do that because it harms the industry and that's good. Or some people can't stay dedicated to an emulated game or what have you. And that's also perfectly valid. Um... Of course, on this show, we don't uh, advocate the emulation of video games. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that aside, uh, I understand where they're coming from. It sucks. They just want to enjoy the medium as they knew it before everything happened. But the negativity that has come off of some people to the point where they've been sending death threats, and this has been happening as far back as Sword and Shield, like before all of this really went down. Um, I mean, it's happened all throughout history regardless, but 
Uh, I feel like it's happening happening a lot more lately. Maybe you don't see it as publicly anymore, but it's definitely happening. Um, but these attack towards these attacks towards video game developers they're frightening, and I have realized that in some sense when it comes to video games i have joined that negativity band and i might like i definitely don't agree with the threats but by joining that negativity band i have somehow ended up in the loop of being what those developers look down upon and what they obviously don't encourage against them uh and i don't want to be a part of that so I'm going to make an avid and honest effort to try and improve on how I speak about video games for sure. Um, and that's just because I want to make a change in myself. Uh, I don't want to be a part of that same group that wants to tear it all down. Uh, that's never what I wanted for video games and I never wanted to be angry at video games ever obviously there's still a lot of stuff to talk about um I didn't address Blizzard too much today uh because Drew and I do want to talk about Activision Blizzard when he gets back um that is obviously an extremely serious situation that's going on at the moment uh for both the fans of Activision Blizzard games or the employees obviously more importantly uh, and I think it's a discussion that is better handled between two people so that we can bounce off each other and really, really dive into it. Um, we haven't had the time to talk about it because of episode 200 and, you know, the lead up to it. It's it's a lot to organise and it's obviously a super serious topic. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about Activision Blizzard and I haven't posted them on Twitter because I'm trying to keep off that negativity space but I want to talk about it on a podcast and I will uh, and get that air off and that's all I want to say about it I'm not contributing to any of the negativity on social media regard regarding it anymore um, it's not worth it uh, the reason it's not worth it is because there's a lot of people that are still within Activision Blizzard who are trying to do the right thing and they're just trying to do their jobs out of their passion and love for video games and the fact that they've got wrapped up in all of this controversy is terrible. Um, and obviously the stories that have come out are even worse. Um, I feel incredibly sorry for anybody that's had to deal with that within the video game industry especially. Uh, if there is... They, they, they like to call it a frat culture. If there is this common stratagem of frat culture going on throughout the video game industry it's quite clear it needs to stop and it's i'm glad that it's come to light uh i'm just i'm appalled is the best words for it but i won't speak any more about it until the upcoming weeks now i guess just to summarize this off like i said this is going to be an extremely short short episode. There is no way I can spend any more time on this episode when uh, a skit, a 15-minute skit, took me 10 hours. Um, I don't have the equipment to uh, do it as free-fly as we usually do, so I've had to edit it all on the fly myself. Um, 
I guess what I wanted to get through on this podcast was if you've been a part of all this negative crap by any stance or you have anger in your heart about a product or maybe you're angry at the stuff that's coming out uh, of the video game industry, whether it be these controversies or you're worried about the monetization of video games or the scalping of hardware and software or, you know, just a whole range of things. There's a lot of, there's a huge range of things going on at the moment. I want to encourage you to maybe not take as much of this anger out on social media. Uh, It is contributing to a huge problem, one that I'm personally not going to stand for anymore. I have seen some very hurtful and very disgusting comments from people across uh, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, uh, anything where you can leave a comment, essentially, whether it be uh, even YouTube trailers. Um, It's not fair. And I know that moderators of those uh, particular websites, you know, they're all trying their best to weed them out, but there's always going to be that one that slips through and somebody's going to see it and it's going to hurt somebody. At the end of the day, we're all human. That includes literally everybody on the planet. It doesn't matter where you work, what industry you're in. It doesn't matter how much of a hated human being you are or how much of a respected human being you are. We are all the same inside and out. And there is a time and a place to call everything out. And doing it and blaming the developers and going, the developers of this game are shit, or these people are shit, or those people are shit, is not the way to be about it. Uh, it's best if that you're going to comment at all. Personally, I think that you should be more constructive about how you feel. One it's going to make your point come across a lot clearer. It's quite clear that developers and video game companies are not interested in just reading hate mail because it doesn't change anything. And that's mostly what it is at the moment, is hate, 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 hate. Being constructive is what the industry is all about. It's always been about building up and reaching new heights. But it's not just about the industry anymore. It's about everybody within it too. We've got to build up and be better people. It doesn't matter what side of it you're on, whether you're a fan of video games or whether, you, whether you're in a company. And, uh, you know, if you see something wrong, then it's got to be addressed no matter what. It doesn't matter whether it's got something to do with the employees of the company or whether it's got to do with the video game itself or whether it's got to do with the fans of the video game. No matter what, we should be striving to be better. Um, I know this is kind of a heavy episode, and man, I've been <laughs> I've been working pretty hard just to get this one out. Uh, I really wanted to stick to my guns on this one because the creative creative outlets are sort of how I get my emotions out and let me think about it. Especially these days, I do a lot of drawing and stuff like that to take a break from video games and sort of find myself. Uh, and get those thoughts out. I think that is also important if you can do that. Sorry, I know this is a mess. Um, just remember that 
no matter what. This industry will get better one day. It will fix... We will fix the problems as a unit. Not just as uh, fans and developers or companies separately, but as as a singular unit. We can't tackle these problems without them being addressed <clears throat> in a more professional manner than just hate comments on Twitter. Uh, yeah. And... I guess that's what I wanted to talk about today, guys. I know that there was a uh, indie world direct um, that, <laughs> so I haven't been able to catch up on. I know that you guys were probably interested in here in hearing about something else entirely, whether it be the weekly news or whatever the regular podcast. But this week, I don't really have it in me to do it, and unfortunately, uh, like a few few of the episodes that I have missed. It has sort of been like that. I am trying to be on the recovery with myself and how I feel about video games. And I think I'm getting there. It's just unfortunate that it's sort of taken this long and that I've skipped... Because full, full honesty here, I have taken episodes off just because I've, I've messaged Drew and I've just said, Dude, I, I don't have the energy. I'm worried, man. Like, I'm I'm worried about a lot of things when it comes to video games. Uh, I want this industry to flourish, and I mean, it has been flourishing for years, but I want it to flourish even more, and I want to see it grow into more of a positive space, and I wanted to talk about that today, and I don't think I can just leave that to a secret recording on Patreon. I don't think I can have that in me. That, that it's, That's not enough. This is something that sort of just needs to be said. I think we can make this a better place altogether. Now, that being said, uh, I will sort of just touch you in on what the plans are. So, uh, for those who might have been worried because Drew went off to Northern Territory Way, I'll uh, be blunt. Um, he is not affected by the lockdown there, which is good. So, he'll be able to still enjoy his honeymoon, uh, which is fantastic. I'm very happy for him. Uh Drew, I miss you, buddy. I know you're listening to this. Uh, and I can't wait till you're back. Um, so, he'll be gone for a couple weeks. Uh, whether that means I'm taking charge of the next two episodes as well, or whether it's just the next one, will be dependent on how he feels when he gets back, which is totally fair, to be honest, because, uh, you know, flying and traveling and doing all those things wears you out. Um, but next week... We will hopefully be having that Pokemon episode with Metadox uh, from a Discord community. Um, we've got a pen in for Sunday, and we're going to try and get that done. During that time, yes, we will be talking about the Pokemon Direct, albeit briefly, because I know that Drew's going to want to talk about it when he gets back. So we'll just get some quick thoughts in on it before we start the actual show, which will be Generation v Generation, which uh, is essentially... We are going to go through each of the generation, um, generation, generations, man, I can talk tonight, and give a score for each of them, uh, while also highlighting some points of what we think about each one. Uh, as people who entered Pokemon at different times, so that we can sort of get a perspective of where everything sits on a scale. Uh, 
it will be a lot of fun and you know i'm expecting it to be about two and a two and a half hours so it's going to be your regular scheduled podcast and i'm really looking forward to it um if there is a third episode i am more than likely going to bring on delfino durians for the third episode we've uh which by the way uh i guess damn it i can't talk man i uh guest starred on her show uh just this week um i don't think it's up yet um it's uh delfino and peach uh super show saga I, I, I i can't tongue twist tonight i've been talking too much already um and we talked about a extremely interesting episode of the Super Mario Bros. 3 cartoon uh, featuring a real-life, I guess you'd call them a pop group from the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, it was it was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, and uh, I do recommend you go check that out while uh, we're talking about Delfino. Um, I'm not 100% on what the schedule will be with Delfino, if that's the case. Uh, I'm just playing it out for the moment and we'll get through the Pokemon episode first and then I'll organise the next one so this is kind of just an update of where we're at it's definitely happening that's what's happening the next two weeks Uh, so yeah there's that and lastly um, I just want to lay it out there for my boy Drew because um, again short episode I'm trying to sort of keep it where it is uh drew i know you're listening man um you've motivated me a lot to sort of constantly you know well constantly but you know keep up with podcasting um especially through these times i don't think you really knew all of this before about how much like i've actually been letting the negativity bring me down when it comes to video games because I can hide that a lot. Um, I can hide that fact and just keep it locked away. And it does bring my motivation down a lot. Um, while that's the case, you have been the forefront at keeping me going. Uh, there are times where I do just want to drop the baton and like cry in a corner for two months before coming back just so I can get out of it. Um, But that is mainly because I don't know where to fit. I don't want to be in this negative space anymore. I want to be in a more positive one. And getting together with you every week makes me feel better about video games. And I enjoy that, man. Um, But for myself, I'm going to need to try and hold my tongue a little bit. I know that we've got a few controversial, you know, controversial little topics like whether it be Skyward Sword or Blizzard coming up that are, without any sense of a doubt, going to bring out a lot of negative comments and stuff like that as well. But they're things that sort of need to be addressed before I can move on. Um, so, if uh, anybody does listen this far, uh, please hashtag in the Discord. Hashtag. Drew is my best friend ever. There you go. That'll do. Uh, I love you, buddy. I hope you're having a fantastic time on your honeymoon. 
uh, and <laughs> I hope that uh, nothing goes too wrong for you while you're up there. Anyway, with that being said, I'm sorry. This is a very uh, somber podcast with a lot of themes. I am very tired. It is 2am in the morning, but I want to make sure that I've absolutely got this episode out uh, for you guys and for Drew, who wants to have a listen to this big old skit. <laughs> um, but uh, despite all of that, you know, thanks everybody for listening. Obviously, you can find our show, The House of Mario, on Twitter. You can find Drew at iDrewby and me at Revan. Um, and you know what? I will plug my Twitch. <laughs> uh, Twitch, uh, Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Reverend Plus. Um, I'm not doing it at the moment, but I'm actually fervently working in the background to get some of those feelings and creative plots out so that I can make the stream look nice and stuff like that for whenever I do go back to it because it's a really good creative outlet. It gives me a goal. So, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Revan Plus. You will find me there eventually, I promise. And uh, I did want to catch up with Reggie before we ended all this off. Maybe I'll just go find him real quick. Hold on. Dear Robo Stacy, my loving wife, I miss you and the Robo Kids very much. I think I'm beginning to develop Stockholm Syndrome, despite week by week being locked in a bar decorated with colorful red and green fungus. I am starting to enjoy my time here. I know you all dearly miss me too, however, whenever I speak of leaving or revealing the location of the House of Mario, they mumble a lot and say something about dismantling me and making an ROB too. I'm scared they will actually go through with it, as I watched Bryce shoot a robot replica of Drew today from a crease in the door. So for now I shall remain. When they expire their organic life, I will run back to you with open arms. Just remember, 01101010110110011100111001. Love, Robo Reggie. Hey Reggie, I'm wrapping up this podcast. You're going to come out so I can beat your ass at Mario Party? I need revenge. Hey, I'll be right out. Well, I guess he's busy. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening today. Uh, and I'll see you next week with a, a bit more of a thought-provoking episode well no this one was pretty thought-provoking i don't know man you you'll be back to the normal schedule next week i promise anyway thank you guys very much and the doors to the house of mario are closed catch you everybody you just listened to the house of mario a South Australian Nintendo podcast. Be sure to follow the boys on Twitter, leave an Apple Podcasts review, and join the Discord server to be a part of the community. A big thank you to these legends who support the show on Patreon at the producer level. Alex Harding, Sam Hay, and DJ. If you would also like your name in the credits, head over to patreon.com slash idruby and choose the tier that works for you. Until next time, we hope your day is 120 power star rated.